Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Life with Lizzie show. I just wanted to say before I get started that I appreciate every single one of you that come back and listen and support me and share the podcast to their social medias and share with friends. Just know that I value you guys your time and I appreciate you uh, listening to my life. This episode, I might even have done an episode kind of like this before, but today I really like kind of a realization with it, um, like a new discovery of like how moving past fear has like opened up new like friendships and things like that for me. So this episode will be all about like pushing past fear to up level your life. Okay. So this, you know, I'm not going off of like any like Google definition or like any, you know, like famous quote or anything. I'm just going off of like my personal experience and how I feel um, about when it comes to fear and everything. By the way, I am sitting outside. Hopefully the background noise is not too disturbing, but oh, I'm on my, my little exercise ball. You guys, I'm so pregnant. Like I'm not, but I am at the same time and my back is killing me. So we're out here bouncing on the ball, getting some fresh air. So when it comes to fear, right? Um, we all have experienced it at some point in our life. Like no matter how old you are, no matter how many things you've worked through, no matter how many things you've done, we've all had multiple times in our life that I'm sure we can think of where we didn't do something or we held ourselves back because we were afraid. And this can look different for multiple reasons, right? Like say you don't want to go skydiving because you're afraid of dying. <laughs> look, that's me. I'm, I'm Look, I, that ain't a fear I care to push past. Okay. Um, but then there might be a fear like you're you're afraid to talk on stage in front of people. Um, and so you, you never do it, right? Uh, or you're afraid to, you know, do whatever. Start a new job. You, you're scared people are going to judge you. Uh, you're afraid to ever, you know, reach out to, to your crush because you think they're going to say no. What are we more afraid of? Doing it or how people are going to respond? That's how I look at it. Now, when it comes to skydiving and stuff, see, that's why I was like, there's, there's different situations, right? Um, even some I find, you know, some people have fears that I find are irrational, but to them it totally makes sense. So, you know, I'm not here to say like, go, go do the most scary thing you could ever think of. Like, I'm sorry, I, I'm not skydiving. Like, I'm not going to do it. Um, there's a lot of things that I won't do, <laughs> at least not at this point in my life. I don't have the the care to, but if there is something like, think of something specifically in your life that you have not done, that you are completely holding yourself back, not because you're afraid of dying. Okay. Although our body is acting the same way when you trigger that fear response, your, your body responds to fear the same way. So you're still putting that stress on your body, whether, you know, it's something that could actually kill you or not. Um, but think of something I know for me, I will just give you guys, I mean, I have hundreds of examples, uh, but one example in particular, I was just telling a friend today, and this is what kind of triggered everything, um, just talking to this person, and I'll get into it, and I know she's going to listen, so she knows who she is when I get into it, but um, I literally was telling my, my friend today how the reason I did not decide to do the business that I'm in right now, which is like slinging ketones, if you guys didn't know, is because I was absolutely afraid of what people would think, specifically my family, like dead serious, a hundred percent. That's, I was the girl that was afraid of what my family thought. 
And even when I would like push past um, the fear of what they thought about one thing, like for instance, dropping out of college, like that was a whole shit show. Okay. And people always gave their opinion about that. Finally, I moved past that, but that, that, that didn't mean that I wasn't, there was an, another fear that I had to unlock when it came to them. Right. <clears throat> it took me four years to finally say enough's enough. Why am I not doing something? Because I'm afraid that someone's going to say something. It, I feel like personally pushing past fears like that, like, especially when it comes to if you're afraid of what people think of you, <clears throat> it's a muscle to be built and it's not easy. And there's, I can't give you the specific roadmap, but I finally, it took me a really long time. Not and it takes people, there's a lot of people out there, you guys, that like take way longer than that or never do it at all. People in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, people on their deathbed that look back and realize half the stuff that they wanted to do in life, they didn't do just because they were afraid someone was going to say something to them or someone was going to judge them or someone was going to, you know, uh, cause issues. And it's like a lot of us try to avoid confrontation. And I think the fear excused that motorcycle. Oh, no, that was a truck. Totally unnecessary, bro. Totally unnecessary. <laughs> I think that's where a lot of fear comes from, too, because I think people think in the back of their minds, like, it's not worth the confrontation because, A, I don't know what I'm going to get out of it anyway. B, I don't want to fail and, like, people just and note witness me fail and all these things. Like, it's almost the fear of, yes, what people are going to say, but, like, also the, just the fear of possible confrontation. Um, especially when you start diving into overcoming fears of like being your true authentic self, whoosh, that's a whole deep dive experience. And that even itself, like pushing past fear will, will take you there as well. I, I, so I'm kind of getting all over the place. So let's, let's go back. So I will tell you, I pushed off making a podcast for a long time. I wasn't too afraid necessarily that people were going to hate it. But I kind of felt like underqualified. I was like, I guess, so maybe I did feel like people weren't going to like it. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, so essentially in my brain, I was like, people don't, like, people aren't going to want to listen to what I have to say. Like, I'm not qualified to talk about these things that I want to talk about. You know, there's certain things I bring up in the podcast that I have been, another fear is like, just completely feeling underqualified. Like, I can't talk about medical freedom, or I can't talk about informed consent, or I can't talk about trauma, or um, give advice on anything because I'm not like some professional. It's like, it, y'all know since the pandemic started that that's how people are treated. Like, if you're not a professional, if you don't have a degree, you can't say anything about anything. And it's like, that is such crap, right? But that's how I was feeling. So there was things I knew I wanted to talk about on the podcast. Because um, I kind of wanted to make the podcast like whatever I really wanted to talk about. Like, whatever is on my mind... I want to come talk about. So it could be a variety of things. And there's a lot of things that, like I said, I felt like other people would look at me as underqualified and not take me seriously or judge me or whatever. Here we go again. And so I pushed off making the podcast for a long time, right? Um, I am so glad that I finally have a podcast. Number one, let's just talk about before I even get into the other things that this has brought me and why you should push, push past your fears or like the unknowns of doing something new. Um, because you'd be surprised at like how many blessings it can bring you. Seriously. It's, it's insane when you like actually just do what God's telling you to do and like stop just caring about people that don't care enough about you anyway to be judging you. Right. 
So number one, having a podcast, even if I only get a couple listens per episode, there's some episodes that have like 80 listens. There's some episodes that have like five listens, you know, not everyone is here, but you know what? It is so nice to have a place where I feel like I can like vent and say whatever I want to say. And I try to be a little bit professional, but you know, if I like go on a rant or something, I don't mind uploading a 40 minute podcast and whoever's going to listen is going to listen. You know what I mean? It kind of weeds out the people that that don't care or the people that just aren't your people, right? It's like I've been able to make connections with people that are listening to the podcast and this is the girl that she will know who she is. I'm not going to call her out, but she knows who she is. Um, Keep in mind, we've known each other pretty much like majority of our lives at this point. Like I've known her for at least 13 years. So yeah, over half our lives. Um, and our families are really close and like, we're cool, but we've never like really conversed or like made a friendship, like a bond or anything before. And so I came out with the podcast and she has been a very consistent listener. And just so you know, I'm so grateful for you. You give me so much feedback. Um, and I love it so much. And because of the podcast, she's been reaching out to me. And now, just after today, I can tell, like, I don't know, I'm very spiritual, and I have, I've gotten better at trust, just feeling intuition, like, feeling the vibes and energy, matching energy and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And I can just tell after today, just, just from her messaging me about the podcast, we have, like, went on this rabbit hole of other things, and multiple times, you know, and, um, I just feel like we're becoming like really good friends and I feel like this is going to be a really good friendship, like an up leveling friendship, if that makes sense. Like, and something really good is going to come out of this. this friendship will go places and we're actually building a connection. And it's just so wild to me how like we've known each other for 13 years, but because I made the podcast, I don't know, like I would like to know if you're listening, because I know she is, um, what made you want to reach out with, I mean, she, she's given me a lot of good feedback on the podcast, so I guess it's just, she's been following me on all my other platforms, you know, I follow her, but it's like, the podcast hit differently, and it's something I put off forever, and I had wanted to do it forever, and like, I was always getting encouragement from like, my mom to do it, and I just kept putting it off, you know, I just thought about it today, like, when I was, I was telling her how I put off doing my business and like how there's things that we think she puts off and you know there's always going to be fear there but um but because I pushed past it like something like beautiful came out of it you know and and more beautiful things will come from pushing past fear it's I I believe blessings can happen like even if you don't push past all your fears but I I I genuinely believe the more you push past them the more blessings will come because a lot of times there's good things on the other side of fear. There's something to learn from. There's some, some way to grow. There's, um, there's just so much opportunity for change and up leveling your life. And so with all that being said, like, I know I just went over a couple of scenarios. I can just tell you in my experience of just the last couple of years of really trying to learn who I am and, and find out what makes sense to me. And, um, you know, life is always going to be a journey of like evolving and, and growing and learning different things about yourself. Cause you're never going to be the same person, but 
you know, I, I just see all this evolving within myself and, um, just stepping into like my power and stuff. And realistically, the only way to do those things, the only way to, you know, get past those, those roadblocks is to just do the things, right? Like, say you want, I don't know, say you want to run a, say you want to own your own business. Okay. I have a friend. She, Abigail, I'll call her out. See, I don't want to call certain people out just because I don't want anyone to be like, Oh, I know what they talked about. But my friend Abigail, she's been very public about this. She wants to open up like her own, um, what do you call it? Like a, like a food truck on wheels or something like that. Like a, even a bakery, stuff like that. She's an amazing chef. She's an amazing baker. She actually is like extremely talented. No kidding. My most talented baking friend, I would say I have. Um, I really hope she listens to this because it's so true. Okay. I think she is immensely talented and she knows what she's doing. Like God has a path for her when it comes to food. Um, there's not as much fear. I think that's holding her back as much as it is just like other things. Um, but I know for a fact when she can get past it and, and start that food truck, oh my gosh, that's like going to be her moment. You know what I mean? And there probably is more fear around it than I even know that she has. I mean, we all have fear and we don't show it sometimes. Um, it can be scary. So like if you're somebody who wants to start your own business and you know, you're very passionate, just like me, just like me, like putting off the ketones or putting off, you know, going and getting the degree or putting off going and starting that business or putting off whatever, buying a house or whatever the case is. Cause you're just afraid. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of failing? Why are you afraid of failing? Because the only way you don't fail is to try. Because if you don't try, you're still failing. You're still not accomplishing the thing that you want. You're still not going after whatever it is that your heart is, has desired. You are going against. Now, I'm not here to say what God is telling everybody, okay? Because some people out there might be thinking God's telling them something. And he's like, oh, girl, no, that's the devil. <laughs> but listen, we all know, like, use your common sense, use your spiritual intuition, whatever you have, pray about it. If there's something that you feel drawn to, passionate about, like I said, my friend is hers is food. Mine is speaking. Mine is talking. Mine is doing videos, like connecting and communicating with people. I love communication. I crave communication. And so I communicate myself all over the freaking internet because that's just something I'm called to do, you know? Um, so when you finally do that, you, you are fulfilling pieces of your life purpose because with whatever you're talented with, with whatever, you know, you, your heart has a desire to do, but you keep pushing it off because you think other people are going to say something about it. You are not helping anyone. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping any potential people that you could possibly change their life with, that you could possibly impact forever. You'd be shocked. You think you don't impact anybody. I think I don't impact anybody. And then I get a message and then I get a text. Then I get a voice memo. Then I get someone in my inbox saying whatever, you know, there, uh, there's multiple different types of messages that I get like, Oh my gosh, like, thank you so much for sharing. Like when I went through infertility, I've talked about this on the podcast. I know I have when I went through infertility, how many women, I was scared to talk about infertility. You guys, I was terrified. I, I didn't want people to know I was going through it. <clears throat> Number one, cause it felt embarrassing. I was so young. Um, 
I just, I didn't, I didn't want my family to know. My family, maybe they knew I was trying earlier than I told them through, because of my social media, but I didn't like blatantly tell my family I was ever trying. Like when I got pregnant with Anakin, they were like, well, were you trying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I started becoming open about it on social media because I was so alone and I was, I was tired of feeling alone. And so I finally got to like this breaking point. And this is something I wanted to say earlier that I think some people never get to, but I think I come to breaking points very often because of just the shit I went through as a kid and the, the things I have allowed in my life is just like, I get my, I hit my breaking points quicker and quicker and quicker, thankfully. And I say that in a good way because I felt like for me, <clears throat> I just got to a breaking point in my infertility where I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like some people will stay quiet forever, right? Because they're, they're that afraid. But I was like, this is miserable. <laughs> like I can't do this alone. So I started opening up about it. And because of it, you just so many people reaching out to me and letting them know or letting me know how much I had helped them. And that's just one example. The second example was like losing 85 pounds, right? You know how scary it is to post a before picture at 21 years old being 365 pounds? Like the biggest I had ever been in my life. That was, that is terrifying. It is scary. I'm not here to say none of it's scary. It is terrifying. I think we look at people that have pushed past their fears and have found success in something. Um, and think that they just, they just, they were born that way. Like they're just, there's something so special about them. It's like, no, I got to a breaking point. I had to hold myself accountable. I was tired of my food addiction, right? So what did I have to do? I had to push past my fear, be honest and, and, and with myself and, and say, yeah, like this is who I am and I'm going to do it. I'm going to change that. It was scary. Do you think I, like, if you guys follow me on any of my social media besides the podcast, you will know, even being six months pregnant, like, and even before I was pregnant, the last, it really happened after I had my son. Actually, I never did this until I had my son. I don't know what changed when I became a mom. Um, I guess just, again, the involvement or involvement, uh, evolving of who I am and, like, discovering my power and my passion and, and what I'm meant for in this life, you know? Uh but I never used to wear crop tops or like show my skin. Like, no, that's not something I did. You know, even when I felt whatever confident, um, I never showed like my stomach and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, for my before pictures or whatever, like I just told you guys, yes, I took before pictures, posted them on the internet and stuff like that. But I never like sat there and danced on video with like just a crop top on or anything like that. That is just not something I did. I do it all the time now. I do it more often than not. I did not wake up with just some random confidence. But I will tell you when it comes, and, and I don't say this in a bragging way, like, oh, you know, but I'm really not that self-conscious of my body. Like, I, I have my, my, my self-conscious issues when it comes to other things. Like, yes, there are things I'm still self-conscious of. And more so, it's just like the way I speak or um, like, I don't know like friendships and stuff. Like sometimes I feel like a little like self-conscious and anxious with how I act 
in that way. But genuinely, when it comes to my body, like I, I have a lot of confidence and I think I'm beautiful. And um, there are things I don't love about my body particularly, but like I love my body, if that makes sense as a whole. Um, that took a long time. That didn't just, I didn't just wake up one day and want to wear crop tops and, uh, and dance on video and show my, you know, like I didn't, it didn't start that way. It started with pushing past one initial fear and then building on that. So it's not like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, say, say you want to talk in front of people, but it's scary. You know how people always say like envision them in their underwear or whatever. Um, but say you want to do that, but it's just, you just, you won't, it's, it's too, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you do it one time. We can't just do it once and never do it again and say like, oh, I pushed past my fear. No, you got to keep doing it. <laughs> Cause I'll tell you, I didn't, even when I did post my first selfie with my shirt cropped up, um, I didn't post the next one for a couple weeks and now it's like every few days, um, I go on my stories and stuff. And, and I'm not saying you, you guys got to do that. I'm just saying, like, think about that. <clears throat> you're, tra- you're training for a 5K, a 5K run, right? Well, you can't just train one time and have one good run and expect to win the race, right? So just, just think about these things. Um, realize that, number one, not going with a fear. What my mentor likes to say, she says, go with a puke. That has took me more places than anything. When you feel like you're going to throw up because you want to do something, but it terrifies you, do it. Oh my gosh. And then keep doing it. That throat feeling, depending on what it is, sometimes will slowly fade away. You know, just like, just like with everything I've just given you an example, but just know when you are, when you're allowing fear to control you, no matter what it is in life. Okay. Like I'm talking about a constant fear, right? I mentioned skydiving earlier. Like I'm not constantly thinking and afraid of skydiving. You know what I mean? I'm not constantly afraid of like being stung by like a stingray or something. Like like little like weird stuff like that, right? Um, that's a little different. That's not an occupation of my mind. But if there's something that like takes up so much of your your mind and your time and your peace because you're afraid, but it's also something that like your heart is saying like go do this like stop pushing it off, you know, you are going to fulfill your life purpose one fear at a time. You are going to unlock new levels. I'm telling you one thing at a time. And I'm, what I would say is like five years into like my, my self journey. Like, I don't even want to just say self love, like just my journey of learning who I am been an active five years I would say and it doesn't you don't you're not going to pick up the correlation in the beginning because you're going to still have a lot of fears you're going to have you know so many things you got to tackle but just take it one at a time and use it as a muscle use pushing past those fears whatever it is for you say you've never done a live video oh my gosh people are so scared of live video okay you got to do it multiple times to get over that fear. You need to go live over and over and over again and use that muscle. The only way to even build a muscle is to use it. How do you use it? You push past the fear. <laughs> That's the only way. So whatever it is, I challenge you to go do it. Build the muscle. Work on it daily. If you have to do one 
fear at a time, that's totally normal. Okay. I, it's not like I'm sitting here telling you to like change your entire life overnight because I did not do that. And I'm still self-evolving every freaking day and I will be till the day I die. So will you, but try to, try to find what is holding you back or what is the thing that you're holding back because of the fear. And I challenge you to, to start, to start working on it. Take it one thing at a time. You'd be shocked at how many blessings will literally start to flow your way. And it won't be perfect all the time. You're going to mess up. You're going to get anxious after doing it sometimes. I mean, I've done live video for five years straight and I still sometimes get anxious on live video. Okay. But I use the muscle every freaking day. The anxiety over it is minimal. It happens less and less. The fears around it go away over time, you know? because I constantly use it. You go six weeks without doing a live video, guess what? That muscle's got a little weak, honey. Gotta pick it back up. So just think of those things. I hope that you guys found value in this. If you did, please feel free to share this with a friend. You can share it directly from wherever you're listening to, or you can share it in your stories and tag me at Lizzie and Littles, L-I-Z-Z-Y-A-N-D-L-I-T-T-L-E-S. And I would so appreciate that. And of course, if you guys ever want to leave me a review, I don't know if you could do it on all the platforms, maybe just Apple. I don't know. But please leave me a review. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I would love to start drawing a winner um, and maybe like send out like a Starbucks gift card or something. Let me know if you guys would like that. If you would like it, please go leave a review. <laughs> That's how I'll know. Go leave a review and say, also, Starby sounds awesome or whatever, something like that. Um, it'll definitely start small, but I think that would be a really cool way of saying thank you just for you guys listening and, and taking the time to, uh, support me and whatnot. So if you found any value, let me know and go follow me on all my social media. The links are in the show notes of this episode and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.